Hi guys, welcome to the Mission Empowered podcast with me, your host, Emily. The purpose of this podcast is to help you live a more empowered life through sharing my tips, my guidance, and my experiences on health, fitness, nutrition, and mindset, and hopefully we'll have some laughs along the way too. Any questions that you have about anything I talk about in the upcoming episodes, you can reach me over on Instagram at underscore em.powered. Thank you so much for giving me your time to listen today. I am super grateful and so glad you are here and I hope you enjoy the upcoming episode. Hello guys, welcome to the Mission Empowered podcast and today's episode is all about me, your host Emily and wanted to do this episode more of like an insights episode. So you know, not necessarily like mindset work or tools or tips or tricks, it'll just like a bit of an easy listen, little easy rides. Because I think us, you know, when I do these episodes, I'm always banging on about do this, do that. Um, you know, or this is why we do this, this is why we do that. But I think sometimes it's always nice to bring it back to in relation to like my journey, where I'm at, what I've done, and uh, just a bit of realism into it. So that's what we're going to do today. So so exciting, but also feeling the pressure. Um, I'm off on honeymoon tomorrow. And if you've been following my journey on Instagram, you will know that I've been doing a little bit of a fat loss phase. Now, when I say a little bit, in hindsight, which isn't it just a lovely, lovely thing, I would have started it sooner. I didn't really know. Well, I know why I never. So basically, just works out. Thought it was six weeks. It wasn't. It's five and a bit weeks because I fly tomorrow. So today was my last check-in day. And we're going to go through stats and stuff in a minute. And I only started this on like the... I say I started it right on the April, which was... Oh my God, what April? So I say I started it on Friday the 14th of April, which would be near enough six weeks. But that weekend, I did go to the Grand National on the Saturday. So in hindsight, um, why did I do that? Um, and what I should have done was probably started it around like the 3rd of April. Um, but the reason that I never started it sooner is because I felt fine. I felt great. I was like, I, I honestly felt fine. And then I started my fit in six and was like, actually, I do want to do a little bit of a tidy up. Not even for a physical thing, but, but like okay obviously a a physical thing because it was fat loss but like I wanted to feel better I wanted to feel like I was training towards a goal because that is something I massively struggle with full transparency is it if I don't have a goal so alongside my fat loss phase I did also train for a 10k which I ran um I think it was the 14th of May yeah so just over a, a week ago um I trained for a 10k along alongside fat loss again in hindsight I don't know, because when you've got like a fat loss goal and a performance goal, like running for 10K, like you need energy, you you, you know, and I'm going to talk about like what's happened over the last five weeks anyway, uh, in a second. But anyway, hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? And, and when, you know, please don't take this as me fucking blowing me in trumpets. I'm definitely not. But I, want, I didn't have a lot, a lot of fat to lose. Like I was relatively lean-ish you know, so, and that is the hardest part, is that when you are already lean-ish, like, the hardest part of fat loss is getting that extra definition coming through, because you you are required to put your output up, you are required to take your input a little bit lower, sleep has to be really fucking on it, stress has to be really on it, which should be anyway, but yeah, so, like, there's some components, so what, again, in hindsight, I should have 
well, I wanted to run the 10K and do follows at the same time. So, my own fault. Anyway, moving on. Five and a half weeks. Here we are. Stats coming in then, just to start us off. So, I've actually lost nine pounds, which I just worked out the math then. was like, whoa. Now, some of that will be water weight from the initial diet and phase. Um, but I've definitely lost a bit of fat as well, definitely. Um, so, nine pounds. I've lost four centimeters off my waist, five centimeters off my hips, and four centimeters off my thighs, which is where I predominantly carry a lot more fat. As women, we are predispositions to carry more fat around our hips and our legs. So, if you are like, why don't I ever see progress here? It does tend to be the last place that you are going to start to see progress. It doesn't mean you shouldn't keep trying there because it does work. I am fucking buzzing with how my legs look now compared to where five weeks ago. So, they're the stats. That's where we're at. Biggest stats of all, I feel better. I feel ready. I am like, yes, give me that bikini. Ollie, get ready for the Instagram poses around the pool, honey. Um, Because, yeah, I feel good. And, girls, what is the point in doing all this if it's not to feel good? And that doesn't matter really what you look like because as long as you feel good, who cares what the stats say? Who cares what the scales say? Who cares what clothes you, you, you know, you're wearing? Like, Obviously, from a health perspective, it matters. But I mean, I'm genuinely talking like, you know, if you're aiming for like this goal of a six pack, like you don't have to do that. I certainly haven't got a six pack. Yes, I've got definition in my abs, but I haven't got a six pack. And you know what? Frankly, don't really want one because I know that what it takes to get it and I weigh up like what are my values in life and, and live by them. So speaking of values then, my values in life, by the way, are, you know, I enjoy working hard. I love working hard. I get a real big buzz from working hard. But I also love spending time with family, spending time with friends, building memories, making memories. I love good food. I enjoy an Aperol spritz, a little, little sprinkle of an Aperol spritz every now and again. And yeah, like, you know, they, they are my values is that I, I enjoy working hard, but I enjoy downtime as well. And for me, downtime is you know, going out, for, we, we spend a lot of, a, a lot of time with our parents, uh, <laughs> cool kids, but we do, and we enjoy going out for meals with them, and seeing them, and, and doing that for weekends, so, taking all that into account then, the social occasions I have had in this fat loss phase, and still got results, are, like I said, the Grand National, so took my mum and dad, and Ollie, to the Grand National, we had a brunch first, which was incredible, uh, we went to Gusto on the Albert Dock. Oh, maybe I should tell them they're in this podcast. It might give me a freebie. So we went there. That was fabulous. Um, yeah, great. Then we drank Prosecco. And that was fabulous as well. So, yeah, it was a great day. Definitely wasn't dieting on Grand National Day. I'm going to talk about what I did before all of these social occasions in a minute. And then the weekend after was my client photo shoot. And we went for a Greek after that. So I had a meal out there. The week, then I had a clear week, which was awesome. Then the following week, I had a night away in Manchester with my girls, which had been booked in since February. And again, it was, um, you know, we went to the Ivy for dinner. We had Prosecco, champagne. It was beautiful. I had a great time. That was amazing. And then the week after that, I had a Eurovision party. And again, that wasn't like anything crazy at all, actually. So yeah, just pop that in there. But Things that I had in, and this is what I always say about social occasions, right? I haven't just said I decided to go to the pub and get pissed. No. These social occasions, so the Grand National have been booked in since April 2022. Booked it a year in advance. The mail out was my photo shoot, girls. I made a good choice. 
I'll talk about that in a second. The night away from London since February. Unfortunately, they landed on my like my fat loss phase. But you know what I didn't do? I didn't say, oh well, what's the fucking point? Which is what so many of us do. I can't, I'm you know, it's not the right time. I've got loads of social occasions in. Shut up. That is not the attitude. I have just told you I've lost nine pounds, nine centimeters from my midsection and four centimeters off my thigh with a fucking social occasion in most weekends, okay? It's doable. It's so, so doable. I think that's why I'm recording this podcast. If anyone ever says to me, it's not the right time, I really want to do it. I'm like, go listen to this podcast. It's doable. And that's in five weeks. That's in five weeks. That's not even like a big amount of time. Um, so anyway, what did I do? What what was I doing around it? So my training was two weight sessions a week, two training runs a week, one yoga and one one to two CrossFit or a cardio. So I was training weights on a Monday, running on a Tuesday, weights on a Wednesday, yoga and CrossFit on a Thursday. Friday, I was uh, either doing another run or a cardio. And then on the Saturday was either another run or a cardio, uh, was another run or a CrossFit. Um, and then Sunday was was a rest day. So again, you can see a little another myth that, myth that I'm de-busted there is people saying that you need a day on, day off. You don't because because my training was so different and some of it was cardio and some of it was weight. I was recovering from my sessions absolutely fine because I was changing it up. You know, not all of that training was super intense. For example, doing my runs was quite low in- intensity because it was just more time-wise longevity um, that I was doing it for. Um, so yeah, and again, getting my yoga in there, getting my, my suppleness, my flexibility, you know, when I stretch all before my workouts and everything, like I was making sure that I was recovering and, um, recovering and doing different types of training. Therefore I was having one day off a week. If I was training for weight sessions or, and then two crossfit two cut, like I definitely implement another rest in the week as well to make sure I was recovering from the weight sessions, which are more intense. So again that's what I was doing training wise something that I missed off though was that I was so ill oh my gosh so I went to Manchester on the 6th of May um and then from right so I went to Manchester on the 6th of May was it the second oh my god it was right so ignore that about the Manchester on the 2nd of May I went to the gym I don't think this was this is it I think I must have had like an underlying thing coming on and I did the sprint session, and my God, was it the hardest sprint session I've ever pushed myself through. Like, when I say I went for it, I was running, which is really fast for me, like 20 kilometers on the treadmill, like in the sprints, obviously not long term. Like, I was gassed, gas, gas, gas. Anyway, so gassed, think I gave myself a fucking cough. <laughs> think I gave myself a cough, because then from the second, I'm not even joking, until right up until the 10K, I had like this cough. And like, couldn't shake it. And again, I made the decision to train. I made it, I felt fine in myself, right? I didn't feel lethargic, tired. I just felt like I had this cough and this cold and I couldn't really shake it. So I decided, so again, fat loss phase, not ideal, but it happened. I decided to bring my calories up because when you are poorly and dieting, which puts a little bit of stress on your immune system anyway, and bear in mind what I'm talking about when I say dieting here, I'm talking, I was relatively lean before I did this fat loss phase. I was doing like the, the the depths of a diet, trying to push it. Like that can put a little bit of stress on your on your immune system if you're not putting in your body and your body's trying to recover something. So just as like a little side note, which I all, all love the side notes, and I 
if you're three, four stone, two, three, four stone overweight, right? I'm not saying dieting is going to cause you to get ill. It's not, okay? Because you're going through lifestyle changes. What I'm saying is when you're at a point of being relatively lean and you're in that last little bit of trying to get your body fat down, like, and you get poorly, I would always advise my clients, let's just pull your calories up for a week. Let's just pull them up for a week and, and, you know, let you feel better. So that's what I decided to do for myself was pull my calories up for a week so I could still train because I was like, there was no way in hell I was sacking off this 10K. I was fucking running it. So I pulled my calories up. So again, we're now looking at what, four and a half weeks of dieting and still having a nine pound loss, nine centimeters loss. Like it's doable. So anyway, long story short, so I pull my calories up um, from like the eighth, the week of the 10k only to like like just below maintenance i was still in a slight deficit and then around the 10k so yeah i was freaking ill as well so did my training um and then after the 10k i was like right it's go time so again if you looked at my check-in last week on instagram you will see that i mentioned that pull my calories up and you know what hey it's life it's okay got another week again what i didn't do girls was go I've only got a one week till I go, what's the point? It's not going to make that much difference because actually what it has made the difference is two centimeters drop off my hips and some scale weight coming down as well. And I feel better. I know that if I decided last week, what's the point in dieting? I'll just wait till I come back. I'd go on holiday feeling like shit, thinking I wish I'd put some effort in that last week. So got back to it last week and here we are today with all that. So yeah, with going back to social occasions then, how did I manage them? Because this is something that I really passionate about with when people come and coach with me is like stop waiting for a clear run in bunny ears because who ha- whoever has a clear run at life no one right it's about doing it's about managing what you can do around them social occasions and then when you do get a clear run think how epic you're going to be with all them tools in your bag tools in your kit whatever the saying is you know so the grand national then Grand National Day was a really early one. So I made sure I got all my training sessions in that week. And then I got up, went for a walk. Probably put that on Instagram. Then when I got my makeup done and it was a 9am start, I made sure on Grand National Day, I enjoyed myself. I'd already chosen my actions. I was going to drink the Prosecco with me ma. I was going to have the cocktails. going to have, um, have the Aperol's. I was just going to have a great day. I chose that. They were my actions on that day. I made sure I drank my water. Um, when we went for the brunch, actually, I had um, like poached eggs with an avocado on toast. Like there was a choice of like pancakes, full English. And I was like, right, which one's going to fuel me, make me feel better, closest to being um, goal orientated. So I had that, uh, made sure I drank my water, as I said. And then guess what? On the Sunday, my actions were get up, move, track your food, get back on it. And that's what I did. And it's all about owning your actions. I decided that that Saturday, was going to be like an enjoyment life day, but every day following up into my next check-in was going to be an 100%er, and it was. So that's, again, it's about owning your actions and doing it. When I went for the meal out the following week on my client photo shoot, we went to a Greek, so I had the chicken souvlaki, and it came with, I think it came with like rice and potatoes or chips and potatoes. So I said to them, can I just have the rice and bulk out the, the salad for me? Again, it's making better choices. It's not about being perfect. It's doing good, not great. Okay. So again, on that day, I uh, did my steps. I couldn't train on that day because I was out super early. So we got up, did a walk, went on the photo shoot, had a good meal, came home next day, boom, back at it. I think it's a run on the Sunday, possibly. But yeah, back at it. 
Then I had a nice week, which I did make a lot of progress on when I didn't have, you know, any social occasions on that weekend. And then the following week was my night away in Manchester. So got up on the, nailed it that week. Again, it's always very easy to nail it before a social occasion. Apart, like rather than thinking next week I'll make up for it, you won't. Your brain does not work like that. So when you think I've got a meal out on Saturday, but next week I'll pull my calories down, literally shoot yourself in the foot. Your brain doesn't work like that. Your brain works for reward. It doesn't go, oh, here's the reward. I'll, I'll pay for it after. So always, always, always be proactive. If you're going to bank calories, proactively bank them. If you're going to make it a choice of a weekend, don't put the pressure on yourself to go, oh, well, I'll just pull it back next week. Own your actions and then own the responsibility of next week. Your check-in might not be great, but I'm just going to go back to normal because that's what's going to move you forward. The problem that so many people do is this yo-yo up and down is that they're super low, super high, super low, super high. They have no consistency. It's not sustainable. And in the end, you just don't get anywhere because you're living life like that. So if you've got a social occasion, plan it in, make sure it's worth it, nail it, enjoy it, back to normal. Best thing to do. So um, night away in Manchester then. Oh, yeah, I remember. So we went to the Ivy and again, tried to make good choices. I had um, a duck salad, which was divine. Um, then what did I have? Some olives, duck salad, olives, maybe some like arancini balls or something like that, just to get some carbs in there. Uh, but yeah, so that was great. All the other girlies had like steak and chips. Again, not a terrible shout. Chippies probably. But uh, I tried to make a good choice and I knew the food was going to be mega anyway. We also did drink champagne and then I had an Aperol. Um, so I did have a few drinks, but I was okay with it. I owned it. I got up, I ran in the morning. I made sure, you know, I knew I'd done my steps and went to Manchester, enjoyed it. What did you do the next day? Boring, sorry, got back to normal, okay? Why am I saying sorry? I'm not sorry. It just, because when you, I'm always saying like, once you've made a decision, just stick to it. That, that sounds trivial because I knew that that can be hard, but like you have to tell your mind, like, this is the decision I'm making. There is no option B. There is no plan B. This is it. This is the plan. This isn't plan A. This is the plan. I'm going to enjoy myself on the Sunday and back up and back on it. It's, it's, that's it. It's non negotiable. That's what I'm doing. So, yeah. Then I got poorly. And that was a bit of a, that, is, that was a bit of a fight because I knew that I had, the following weekend, I knew that I had this 10K to get through. And I, one of my goals for this year was to run this 10K. And my runs had actually felt really good. And I was like, oh my God, am I going to PB? And I had to make the decision, right? Do I stay on fat loss and just go around and run walk it if I need to? Or actually, do I bring my calories up, give myself a bit of extra fuel? And this week isn't a fat loss priority week. This week is to get yourself around that 10K. I made that decision again. It's always it's all about backing yourself and owning your actions. So I didn't go. I'm gonna put put my um, calories up, but I'm I'm hoping that I'm gonna make fat loss and smash this 10k with you. Like I understood that actually this week I might have to sacrifice that fat loss goal. Well, compromise on it because I still nailed my calories, did all my training, but I know that the aim or the win of the week was to PB on the 10k. And I did, cut nine minutes off it, buzzing, ran it all the way and absolutely did a mega sprint finish. So again, proud to myself. And then as soon as I finished, I was like, right, it's go time. It's fat loss time. It's all, all in, all in, let's go. So that was the 10K run. That was the 14th. Okay, yeah. So that was 10K run and then smashed it. Last weekend was challenging. And this is why I want to be honest with you. 
So last weekend, it was sunny, wasn't it, guys? It was beer garden weather, beer garden weather to the max. And I had nothing in last weekend because we're going to Bali. I was like, right, I need to pack. I want to get myself organized with work. I want to have good sleep. Like, I just want my head to be together. The WhatsApp blows up, the group WhatsApp. Oh my God, look at this weather. Let's get the beer garden. Everyone's going but you. Okay, guys, I'm not even gonna lie, it was challenging. It was challenging. And I was like, okay, so weigh up my options. And I've literally just done a podcast on this. It's coming out next week. Oop. Uh, but I was like, weigh up my options. What does future you want? What do you want to be rocking up in Bali feeling like? Do you want to be going for instant gratification of having a few wines? Knowing, absolutely knowing that in two two hours when you've had three wines or three Proseccos or a couple of vodkas or whatever, that, oh, I wish I had done that. Or even going, because I'd flipping it away from alcohol because I probably would have gone and not drank anyway. But even going, knowing that I had all this other stuff to do and going, oh, I wish I was at home doing all that stuff because that would make me feel so much better and so much more organized. Like, they were the two conversations I had with myself and I was like, which one's going to make you feel better? And I was like, not going. Well, there's your answer, isn't it? So I just put in the group, I'm not coming. And then, you know, as friends do, please, you're the best friend ever. No, I'm joking. But they were like, you know, okay, but it's going to be amazing, blah, blah. Anyway, so for about an hour, and this is really important, girls, for about an hour, I had the FOMO. I had the FOMO feels big time. And then what happened? It passed. As all feelings do, it passed. And I was like, no, no, I've made the right choice. Actually, fucking go, you am. You've made the best choice. In bed, half nine, work done, clothes packed, up on Sunday, in the gym, cardio, like, I smashed it. Now, now we're talking about instant gratification versus long-term gratification. My instant gratification would have been showing up, having the wines, having a great time with my friends, followed by a lot of dopamine hit and a little bit of regret of, oh, I had so much to do, or, you know, I shouldn't have had to drink or whatever. The, the long-term gratification, which was, you know, short-term pain for an hour versus how I felt the rest of the Saturday night, the whole of the Sunday, how I feel now, because I didn't give in to that instant gratification. And this is, again, something I speak about a lot on next week's episode, but with my clients, is like, weigh up your options, weigh up how you're going to feel, which reward is more rewarding, which action is more rewarding, short-term pain, long-term gain, or short-term fun, long-term pain. Don't think that's the same, but you know what I'm saying. So if you are in a fat loss phase and you have that instant gratification coming of come the pub, let's get pissed for no apparent reasons and no special occasions, weigh it up, pause, logically thinking about it. This is exactly what I do and it works. And the more you do it, the more you get better at it. Okay, so that was last weekend. And then yeah, here we are, present day, Bali tomorrow. OMG. Um, and yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I've had like I said, hindsight, and this is why, oh my God, if this is not a bigger, le- biggest lesson, if you want to get in shape for your summer, six weeks is not enough. Stop giving yourself six weeks. Luckily enough, I was in, you know, relatively good shape prior to starting this. This was a tidy up. The minimum you w- I would ever recommend anyone to do, like a solid fat loss phase where you want to lose like, you know, a stone or, or you know, a stone, yeah, 12 weeks, double that time frame double it so for me because I was already feeling good I was like yeah just a little tidy up buzzing you know 
But like I said, nine pounds, that nine pounds is definitely not nine pounds of fat. Okay. It's definitely some water. Four centimeters off waist, five centimeters off hips. And honestly, girls, that is because no words of a lie. Around them social occasions, nothing slipped, nothing dropped. I was on it. My food was planned in. My training sessions were non-negotiable. My steps were non-negotiable. Steps ranged between 12, 10 and 12K per day. Not a day went by that I didn't hit 10K steps, even on the days that I was social occasioning. Steps were hit. Everything around that, the day after the social occasion, back on it with my tracking. Now, I'm not, again, this podcast is not to show you blowing my own trumpet. It's to show you that if you want to compromise and have the social occasions and have the goal, you can. But it's a compromise. It's not a sacrifice. I think people think when you say you can socialize and lose fat, that actually there can be a bit of muddiness around the Friday to the Sunday. No, no. You want to socialize? You absolutely fucking can. No problemo. But you have to, your compromise is when you're, when you're, you know, got your workout to do, when you're planning your food, that's on point. And the compromise is once that's on point, you can then go and, you know, do your socials. And just an FYI, I don't drink a lot. <laughs> I'm a bit of a lightweight. So if you're one of these people who's like, yeah, Em said it, where's the apple sours? Where, I don't drink, I don't drink wine and fat loss. I have a couple of glasses of Prosecco, or like I said, like maybe one or two Aperol spritzers. Like I'm not talking about a seshy sesh of like apple sours, shot. I don't know why I keep saying apple sours, anyone even drink that, but like shots, Jaeger bombs shitloads of cocktails i'm not that person so when i drink it's it's not that much because i'm a lightweight but i'm just showing you you can do it right so yeah that's where we are and like i said this podcast is to shoot this episode is to show you what i've done where i'm at it can be done in short term but again the longer time you give yourself the more flexibility you're gonna have on these like social occasions if they crop up so where are we 24th of may let's say you're going on holiday in august september fucking start now why am i saying so much absolute apologies but start now okay because you're gonna need it bearing in mind i do this for my job i know the reality of what happens when i pull my calories up i'm not making progress i think what a lot of people is oh i only had like what you know two meals out and i was on it this time it's probably not good enough so there we go. There's no real, I normally do a summary, don't I, at the end of these? There isn't one. Like, this is where I'm at. Barley tomorrow. Bottom line is, no matter what the metrics say, I feel good. I feel great. I know I've, I've done the best that I could with being ill. Like, the self-compassion side, I'm not like, oh, fuming, I was ill. Like, no, I was ill. I chose to bring my calories up. I own my actions. We are where we are. It's all good. And that's it. So, not sure whether this is a good podcast. If it is, let me know. But hopefully, a little bit of insight of my fat loss journey in the run-up to the honeymoon is now complete. And the annoying thing that I am going to tell you is, no, I won't be going away eating cake and chocolate and biscuits and crisps for breakfast. I eat for, like, health and what makes me feel good. So, as much as I am going to not be on a diet, I still eat my veggies, eat my protein, drink my water. I'm definitely going to be doing some exercising out in Bali because, again, I love it and they're very hot on um training i think like good gyms good crossfit gyms and loads of walking loads of exploring so yeah let's see how we are we are when we come back and then when i come back i've got a bloody photo shoot in september so that'll be fun i uh, haven't decided on what the goal is for that yet but uh, i'm sure when i've decided i will update you right girly whirly is i have if you're listening to this like previously like or like 
after I've been on my honeymoon. This next bit's like a little bit relevant for you. If you listen to it to today, as you're an eager Mission Empowered podcast, there are going to be podcasts being released while I'm in Bali because I've been a good girl. I've planned ahead and I've got them done for you. Next week's podcast is an absolute brilliant one. It is all on willpower and how to get it. So you don't want to miss that one. Thank you so much for all being so fabulous and support me on my fat loss journey. And I'm sure to keep you updated while I'm in Bali. And yeah, go smash your goals, girls. Go smash your goals. Go step up your motivation. If you've got social occasions, no problem. Smash it when you haven't. Peace out. Love you lots. See you soon.